In any kind of ethics or law or morality situation, I believe one of the most asked questions is, when is it acceptable, if ever, to break the law? And I thought, why not start off some of the serious topics with just this question? And that's exactly what we're asking of all our guests today. We're asking some amazing people their opinions on when is it acceptable to break the law. What's up, everybody? My name is Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening. I love stories, from comic books to films, songs to jokes, or just listening to someone in a bar or being enveloped in a theater. I love hearing people's stories. And even more so, I love learning about those stories and the stories behind those stories. This show is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. This is episode six of the COVID-50. This week, we're discussing when is it acceptable to break the law? Now, there's gonna be a lot of questions on this show that I might not have answers to, but I did make a promise to all of my guests that I will answer my own questions as well. It was an American president, Thomas Jefferson, who said, if a law is unjust, a man is not only right to disobey it, he is obligated to do so. But where is that line drawn? And this is the question that I find most intriguing. Sure, the easy answer might be my first go-to answer is if a law does not hinder or impede or cause harm or injustice or any kind of hindrance to any other person, then it must not be that bad to break that law. But I believe there's a scenario for everything. I'm the kind of person who overestimates and overexamines and overworries about small details. If it's raining outside, I'm thinking of the eight different places the rain can come in to the house, thus causing more damage to the house and costing me more money in the long run. This is how I also think about breaking the law. Sure, you can speed a little bit faster in that 35 mile an hour zone, but what if it takes you that much longer to stop if an animal is crossing the road? You can download that song, and who is it hurting? It's just one song, but in reality, that's someone's livelihood. That's someone's job. You can download a movie and watch that movie and enjoy it and not resell it or anything like that, but you're still taking money away from a situation but you're still taking potential money away from a career. I believe there's a lot of lines in the sand when it comes to law and breaking said laws. And this is why we have judges and lawyers and courts. Even though I do have my feelings on this, and my feelings lean more toward the concept of if we over-scrutinize things, the more we scrutinize them, the more we detail them out, the less we actually define those in a black or white manner. But do laws have to be black and white? When a murder case is brought to trial, there's a myriad of different words and verbiage to describe what kind of murder it was. Just doing a quick Wikipedia search, you have first-degree murder, which is detailed as any intentional murder that is willful and premeditated with malice aforethought. Second-degree murder, 
any intentional murder with malice aforethought, but is not premeditated or planned in advance. Voluntary manslaughter, sometimes called a crime of passion murder, or an involuntary manslaughter. What about self-defense? What if you are put in harm's way and you have to kill someone to survive or to save a loved one? These are the kind of questions that really keep me up at night, and I'm really happy to ask other people about them. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to hear from all of our guests and their thoughts on when it's acceptable, if ever, to break the law. My name is M. I am from Chicago, Illinois. When is it acceptable, if ever, to break the law? Oh, an ethics question. <laughs> um, I would say, um, uh, okay. Typically, I go back to um, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox when I have a question like this post in my life. Um, and when the animals were going and stealing all the, the cider or the food or whatever it was and they needed to survive, um, you kind of look at that situation and you go, okay, you know, what do you do if you're someone who is, um, you know, there's an apocalypse and you have no resources and, um, and your child is dying, uh, you know, starving to death or something like at that point, you have to look at, at your situation and, and not the law of the land. I can't think of too many other scenarios in which day to day life, you would need to break the law. But if there's a situation where it is, um, you know, a question of, of life or death, you know, um, and there's no other way. I can understand why someone would. My name is Zach. I am from Aurora, Illinois, but I live in Fort Worth, Texas. I guess that's a good question. When, when is it acceptable to break the law? Um, uh, I think that kind of just depends on what law you want to break. I've been told only ever break one law at a time. So if you've been drinking and you want to drive, don't speed. You know, if you haven't been drinking and you want to drive and you want to speed, go for it. Um, I think it all depends on the context of, of what you will be breaking. I think the most broken law is probably speeding, um, something along those lines. But I don't know. The smaller it is, the more okay it is, I guess, is my opinion. I mean, I guess you'd have to understand... Um, you'd have to understand the laws that you're breaking, I guess, um, to, to know when like, oh yeah, if I, you know, if I speed, if I do a hundred in a 55 versus shooting a guy, you know, you've got to understand that one of those carries more weight than the other, you know, one's a civil fine. The other one, you're going away, you're going to go to jail for a long time. So I think it kind of just depends. And I mean, you should know right or wrong. You should know better. So I think it comes with education and, and knowledge on laws in your area.
My name is Sean. I am a showman and entertainment business owner, and I am from Chicago. Mm. When is it acceptable to break the law? Um, you know, I guess like when you gotta get somewhere, you just gotta get there. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, I, 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 it's like I don't know how to answer that question because it's like you know I'm not really like I'm not a big like klepto, so I don't really love to like steal shit. Um. So, I mean, I don't believe in murder um, or anything that's like capital punishment. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess, like, we'll, we'll definitely see when shit really hits the fan. <laughs> I guess that's like the only thing I could say is like when things go really crazy and we enter martial law and a rebellion begins, um, that's when you could re-ask me that question and I'll probably have a better answer. So before we get off this subject, though, you did mention when you have to be somewhere and you mentioned like I'm guessing speeding. Yes. Like speeding in a car. Where would you have to go in order for you to consciously accept a, acceptably break the law? Um, usually it has to do with business. Um, so if I'm like running late to a meeting or running late to an event, um, I got to get there because usually, uh, usually when um, life is normal. Um, my days are pretty jam packed and usually are not in the same, like they're, they're not location friendly in a sense where like, they're not close by each other. So like, I'll have to go like somewhere in the suburbs and then head to the city and then back to another side of the suburbs. So, and, and, you know, we only have so much time to get certain things done. And then you probably can understand how, Every once in a while, like, you know, you're caught up in the moment and, you know, things run a little bit later than you anticipated. And then you have to get to that next thing. You know, for example, like, you know, we could have a great conversation, but then you have another appointment after this. Right. So you're rushing to get through whatever you need to get through just so you can try and make it to your next appointment in a timely fashion. So, I mean, I guess when it comes to business, I, that's for me, that's when it makes it acceptable. But it's never right to speed. <laughs> I am Chris. I'm a director of photography and I am from Chicago. I think it's definitely acceptable to break the law. When we say that statement within itself, we assume like murdering someone, robbing someone, dealing in drugs. But I think we don't realize that we break the law every single day when we take a phone call while driving or we go a little bit over the speed limit. So I feel like I break the law on a complete regular basis. I truly believe that there will come a time, maybe in today's current situation, where people will have to survive. And so we'll realize that the laws that were maintaining civilization in place might no longer apply when we're in life or death situations. So I think there'll be many people breaking the law, including me. What do you think you would break the law for? Uh, I think when it came down to it, you know, if I needed to steal for food or if I didn't pay rent or any other bill that I have, 
you know, this is technically things that we would consider breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, would I rob a person on the street? Probably no. But would I care less about going into like a Jewel Osco or a Mariano's and taking something because I've run out of money and I really need to survive or I need to feed my children? Absolutely. When is it acceptable, if ever, to break the law? Um, I believe when is it? It is acceptable to break the law whenever the law does not make sense, causes harm to somebody else through action or inaction, and if I want to. (laughs) (laughs) Chaotic neutral. (laughs) All right. I'll do what I want. No, more, more, more chaotic. Good. But yeah. So how would, how would you describe that? I think that's a, a really interesting way to categorize it. Chaotic good. Uh, in a scenario where you needed food to, to live, how would you survive? Um, I, would, I would steal, should I, if I had to. But I would only steal. I mean, I wouldn't steal from, you don't steal from those who don't have nothing. You know, you steal from, you know, if there's a kid with a crust of bread and then there's a wealthy merchant with 20 loaves of bread that he's selling for a ridiculous price. I'm going to steal from that merchant and not feel bad about it and maybe give some to the kid. Depends on if the kid talks or not. I don't like kids. If, if he talks or not. Yeah. You know how kids like they want to talk and like get all, I don't know. I don't like them. They irritate me. Fair enough. I only like I only like my kids, and but when I say my kids, I mean kids that like I know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's random people's kids. It's just like they're just walking petri dishes. They just look like you know, yeah, they're just snap bubbles and sticky hands, and I don't want it. My name is Brandon. I am a software developer. I am from Elgin, Illinois. Uh, That's a hard one. I I think it's acceptable to break the law if you have a a moral disagreement with the law. Now, the law is complicated. It's it's built up not only... uh, We start with the Constitution, then we build up over precedent, then we have state, local... And what you end up getting is this hodgepodge of, of hundreds of years of things that end up in conflict with each other. So living your day-to-day life, you're going to be violating a law somewhere. Now, what, whether or not the, the local law enforcement is going to get you for it is, is irrelevant. If we're talking breaking the law, breaking the law is breaking the law. And if the law exists and you're in violation of it, you're breaking the law. So uh, if your moral code differs from the law and you're not hurting anybody or taking their stuff, I think it's okay to break the law, uh, I, you know, within, within reason, of course. Um, you know, a good example of how the laws get really, really crazy. Elgin, I, a few years ago, I found out that Elgin had a, a ordinance on the books that said it was illegal to be out past dark if you're ugly. And that one kind of surprised me. Uh, as of a few years ago, that was still on the books. It, it probably is today. So it's illegal to be out after dark if you're ugly. Well, 
first off, define ugly. You know, that's a, that's a moving target. So if the police wanted to uh, try to enforce that, I don't think it would hold up. Well, I know it wouldn't hold up in court, but, you know, you, you could be if deemed by the officer from a subjective sense, he looks at you and thinks you're ugly or me or whomever, uh, and then cites you or arrests you or what have you. Um, you know, you just broke the law. Uh, that's, that's silliness. Now the law originates from when the Elgin mental health center went in ugly was a derogatory term for mentally, uh, off, you know, um, uh, having a mental, uh, disease of some form. Uh, so it was basically illegal for people with mental handicaps to be out after dark, but the, that wasn't worded like that. It was, you know, the, the law was written like a hundred years ago or something. And, and uh, at the time, using these non-PC derogatory terms were more acceptable. So uh, when you look at the law, you see that there's a lot of things in there that have come up over time that we don't agree with, uh, but they still exist. Now, police don't enforce them because it's absurd, but they exist. So it's very easy to fall outside of, of the bounds of, of the law. So I think, again, I'm rambling, but I think, again, as long as you're not hurting anybody and you're not taking anybody's stuff. Uh, I think you need to allow your own morality to decide if following the law is correct or not. My name is Stella and I'm from Chicago. If ever. Yeah, I think, you know, I think it's, important to break the law if you're using common sense like if something depends on what the law is right like if you're living in a country that doesn't allow okay if i was living somewhere and they said a woman couldn't drive totally breaking that law <laughs> sorry um you know or or speaking your mind i think that's totally okay things like that i think that there's there's a time and place but you know like can you give me an example uh, yeah, like women driving or are you talking about in this country or just like in the world? Just anywhere, but it's how you take, take the question. But essentially, I want to hear an example of maybe freedom of speech, like you mentioned. Yeah, I think, you know, I think when people, oh, you know, I can't think of one here. God, I'm like the worst interviewer and interviewee ever. <laughs> I'm like, why am I not on point? Um, I feel like, like in certain countries when they say women can't own businesses or women can't drive cars or women can't do whatever, it's like totally against that. Um, breaking the law. That would be my example, I think. Otherwise, you know, for the most part, okay. I don't know what a good law would be to break. I have to, I'd have to look that up, but I would say worldwide. That's my thing is like. Anything that stops humanity from evolving and growing, I think that, you know, you've got to start somewhere. And if you don't stand up for what you believe in and you just keep going with the status quo, I think that there's, you know, somebody's got to start. Break that law. My name is Sarah. I'm a visual storyteller and culinary maven, and I'm from a podunk town in Iowa. I think it's acceptable if um, the ends will justify the means. So for instance, um, if someone's life is in danger or if, um, if, your, uh, if your rights 
are being either violated or being threatened. Um, but uh, yeah, I think whenever there is a threat to to either life or um, um, yeah, well, I would say say health, life, or um, I want to say I keep wanting to say integrity. It's not integrity, but but um, I, I I think also when your allegiance or obedience is to someone or to someone or something higher than than the authorities but but only only if your loyalty is being um suppressed or you're being told you can't do something that they don't have the authority to to really dictate Hi, my name is Chris. I'm from Elgin, Illinois, and I am a self-described geek, lover of life, and hopefully a good person to listen to. I, I think it's acceptable to break the law if, number one, if the law, it, um, if by breaking it, it really doesn't hurt anybody else but yourself, and if it's absurd. Um, there are some things that are absurd and you know are, are there to protect people. But sometimes you just have to do that. Now, I'm not advocating hurting someone else, doing something else, you know, doing whatever. But, you know, like, for example, you're driving down a street when nobody's there at four in the morning and it says 30 and you go 40. You're technically breaking the law. But is that hurting anybody? No, but there might be a consequence for doing it. And so you you just got to roll the dice on that. So. My name is Mark Allen Fishman. I'm an artist and comedian. I am from Homewood, Illinois. When is it acceptable, if ever, to break the law? You know, I think the, the parable, right, to steal a loaf of bread for your starving family, I think there is something to be said about that. I would say having been a big fan of shows like Breaking Bad, and uh, I'm actually going through The Sopranos for the first time right now, uh, Better Call Saul. I think all of those shows, fictitious as they may be, do showcase that the law has to be a gray area. And um, almost any crime might have some level of morality in which it is okay in some form or fashion to have completed a crime. Um, that and it's never a crime uh, so long as the person's insured. No crime. I'm just being funny about, about that, but yes, you know. Where does that lead up to? Because there has to be, actually, there doesn't have to be, but is there a bar where you can step over? Is there a line oh, there's that crosses them? Yeah, there's plenty of lines that you can cross over. I mean, I think, uh, I mean, that's why we have a court of law. That's why, uh, hopefully, we continue to have courts of law and open debate and uh chosen set of laws we are supposed to follow that we actively argue and engage with and push to the line. And we should always have that bar set. That's not to say that every judge or every lawyer is getting it right, but you know, it's an imperfect system by imperfect people. So I, it's hard to say, is there a bar? I mean, very basics. You shouldn't murder people <laughs> and uh, you know, you shouldn't outright steal from people that uh, do not belong stealing. You should not harm people. You should not hate people. 
but it's going to happen. It's not right all the time. And in some cases there might be justification. And I think it's hard, too hard for me to place a single pin, uh, anywhere on that line without saying, yeah, but I need to know the whole story. My name's Dan. Uh, I'm a cartoonist, mixed media artist from Cambridge, UK. When is it acceptable, if ever, to break the law? Mm. If the law's unjust, then it's acceptable to break. For instance, uh, a lot of people in your country, a lot of states in your country are legalizing cannabis. Um, meanwhile, in my country, you're only allowed to grow it and sell it if you're rich and part of the government. It seems everybody else isn't allowed to touch it. So, then. <laughs> my name is Potato Johnson. I am an IT business analyst, and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. All. Oh. I I think there are some stupid laws out there. Um, I think for the most part, if it's not hurting anybody else, I, I think it's perfectly – I'm kind of a libertarian. It's like as long as you're an arm's length away from everybody else and it doesn't hurt anybody, go for it. Can you give me an example of that? Um, well, up until – I think – like most illegal drugs, as long as you're not hurting other people, they, they should be legalized. I, I'm kind of a, a big fan of um, natural selection. And I think a lot of times laws meant to stop people from hurting themselves are just weighing down the gene pool. Um, my name is Marie. I am a eyewear specialist. And I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. Mm, I think this is me going to like, <laughs> this is me digging into my like D&D brain <laughs> where I'm like, there's the lawful good. And then there's like the neutral good and chaotic good. I think there's definitely exceptions to that role where there are like petty crimes and different little things like even misdemeanors that you could probably commit in order to like make sure something positive happens. A good example of that that's like kind of trivial, maybe not even that trivial, is like if your wife's having a baby and you just have to get to like the emergency room. So, I mean, people have been pulled over for speeding because their wife's pregnant. And they're trying to get there as fast as possible. That'd be an example. I think there's probably other larger examples. But I can't really... I can't really think of those at this point. I do think that there's exceptions... Um, to that role. It's kind of just like... If you're in the moment... Kind of think about like what is the best thing to do in that situation, especially if it means saving a life.
My name is Michael, and I'm a photographer-videographer in the Naperville area. Okay, all right, this is a two-part answer. It is not acceptable to break the law. It is also not acceptable, acceptable for you to twist the law into things that you think they are. And my prime example is tax evasion. I know a lot of people who have rung to my attention owning a business that if I like go set up a LLC in Rhode Island and then set up an LLC in uh, where I'm from, that I could funnel the money from there to Rhode Island because Rhode Island doesn't pay any uh, tax on anything that's not a physical entity. And what my particular business is does not have technically physical assets. They're more of in the cloud digital assets. And though I feel like obviously everybody does that, corporates, bigger companies, Taco Bell, all that stuff. And I could give you some examples on how they funnel lots of money through those particular corporate veils that as as a person to person that you really should just follow the law as intended and try not to bullshit us at the end. My name is Brett and I'm a writer and a musician and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. So there was one point in my life that I was talking to a uh, an older gentleman who was dealing with an issue of sexual assault. And um, he was talking about his daughter and uh, that he would kill the guy who did it. And I, I was like, listen, that this isn't, you need to calm down. You let the authorities handle this. You do, you know what, you know, whatever you do it. And he was like, no, he said there are that he's like, the authorities can handle it. That's what they're there for. And they will get their own justice, but there are two forms of justice. There's actual justice and then court of law justice. And so I think there are definitely situations like that where court of law justice doesn't actually meet regular justice. And I think those situations where it is okay to break the law. Um, and on the smaller scale, you know, if you're at the self-checkout, like occasionally you might, just to see, you just might accidentally shove in a chapstick. I don't know. Um, that I think speeding, to me, to me there are laws that are passed like, that are about revenue generation and aren't about aren't about anything real. I know with speed limits, for instance, I speed all the time. There's nothing wrong with that. The speed limits are set artificially low so that they can make money off of it. It's not a safety thing. There have been a million studies that have proved that speed doesn't matter, but they go to mothers and they say, oh, this is for the children. Aren't these speeds scary? Speeds are terrifying, blah, blah, blah. And they scare them and they keep the speed limits low so they can make money off of all of us. So I think when laws are scams, it's fine. You, you take your chance, um, but I don't have a problem morally with it. I think there's a lot of gray area and a lot of things. This is Albert. I am an operations manager from Savannah, Georgia. I think breaking the law just depends on if it's 
stealing or things like, like that, it depends on your economic status, I think. If you're really trying to like feed your family or, or something like that, I don't think it's good to steal someone's car, steal someone's property just for the hell of it. But if you're like down to your last, you know, prayer really, you need to feed your family or feed yourself. An apple or something like that is not a big deal. Uh, killing somebody, I think, is if the person is trying to kill you or if you know they're going to kill somebody. That's probably the only way I would, I would look at it. We are Lauren and Ryan. We are wedding photographers. And we are from Chicago, Illinois. It's acceptable to break the law to get a great picture. <laughs> this is definitely my motto. Uh, I don't really break the law that often, um, but when it comes to my photography and I want to get in a certain area, I definitely kind of push limits. It's always easier to ask for forgiveness after um, than ask for permission sometimes. But obviously nothing super dangerous. People's lives matter first, but I do kind of push the limits when it comes to my photography. When is it acceptable to break the law? It's acceptable to break the law if the laws in place are unconscionable, meaning that the laws are, are something that is so, uh, you know, just offensive that, you know, to any normal person, um, that I would really be my, the only time I would condone necessarily breaking the law. I mean, what, what Lauren said, about uh, you know shooting and kind of pushing you know with, into private property and stuff, uh, we 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 disagree about that a little bit probably because I tend to get caught whenever I do something <laughs> wrong, whereas she has been the fortunate one and never had that happen. So anyway, the 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 I would say it's okay. You know, civil disobedience is okay. Like if we had a law uh, that all of a sudden allowed slavery again, right? Well, we're going to disobey that law, you know, and we're going to fight against that law actively. You know, if the government does something that's tyrannical and, uh, and, and the people on the whole view that move as tyrannical, I think it's perfectly okay to break that law. My name is John. I'm an artist and a locksmith. I am from the west suburbs of Chicago. I don't know when you, I guess when you can get away with it. Um, <laughs> nah, you know, I mean, it, it depends. I think it really is the thing. Is it, is it a just law or an unjust law? Like, I mean, if you want to get dramatic and go into situations that like, you know, I've never been into, it's like, Oh, do you steal the bread to feel it? Feed your family? Like, yeah, I think you go ahead and do that. Um, but, but I think that all of us have like this thing where it's like, you know it's against the law to speed, but you're still gonna fucking speed. Like, what the hell's matter? Um, and you know, and I've done. I'm I'm a grown up now. I'm 37, but I've done questionable things over the years. You know, I definitely shoplifted when I was a kid. Um, but I don't look at back at that now and be like, oh, what a criminal law breaking bastard I was. I just, you know see it as like, ah, I was a kid, you know, what are you going to do? But, uh, in general, you should probably follow most of the laws that pertain to like not hurting other people. And besides that, it's all kind of just suggestions. 
My name is Rob. I am a content creator and content marketer, and I am from the Midwest in America. Hmm. I think it really depends on the law and how how uh, just it is for the person. I think it's it's justifiable if it's a ridiculous law or if it's a law that you're going like, you know, this is not something that needs a law. There's a lot of crap laws out there. Now, if it's a big thing, uh, yeah, don't do it. You know, not acceptable to shoot somebody. Not acceptable to hit somebody with your car. Uh, if it's if it's something like we've got a traffic light cam up so you don't turn on, on red, even though it's an intersection that there's no traffic at ever, you know, I think that's that's bull. They're just trying to collect money. Uh, if, if, and, and in that case, yeah, you should be able to turn on red. That's, that's a law, but I think that's perfectly legit. I think that's dumb. Uh, so if it's a dumb law and you really can critically think about it as a dumb law and justify that it's dumb, then sure. Now, if you're a psychopath and you can justify killing somebody, that's another story. Then we're talking a whole other can of worms. So where does that line drawn? I think that it comes down to personal ethics and morals. Uh, I think that uh, I think it's the reason we have courts and we have judges. Uh, there has to be discussion about where that line is. Do I have a quick answer? No. Am I a lawyer? No. Do I have my views on it? Sure. I mean, I, I think it's ridiculous that people were put in jail for longer for having a little, you know, like an ounce of marijuana, as opposed to somebody that that you know had somebody shot. Okay, there are people in jail longer because of possession for an ounce than people that paid to have somebody do a hit on somebody. I think that's ridiculous. Where's the line? I think it's something that has to constantly be constantly be negotiated and talked out. Mm -hmm. And I think that that it comes down to your personal ethics and your personal morals. It, It depends on your ethical standpoint, too. Needs the many versus needs the few. I am the only one, you know, that kind of thing. You, you have to take all of that into consideration when you start talking about legality and what is acceptable, where the line really is. Now, I did say I would give my own answer to this. And in simplest terms, I believe my answer for when it's acceptable to break a law is when you are not causing someone else a disservice, whether it be hurting them physically, emotionally, financially, or causing them any kind of upheaval of their day. I think one of the only ways that I can refute this is by thinking that there is an emergency on someone else's behalf. For instance, if you're at a stop sign and someone blows through the stop sign, doesn't even look, my first thought always goes to, what an asshole. However, my second thought, and this has been self-trained over the years, is that maybe there is something going horribly wrong in his day. 
Maybe he is rushing his wife to the hospital to give birth. Maybe that person driving through the stop sign is rushing to the hospital because they're about to die. Or they just got a phone call from their mother who collapsed on the floor and he needs to rush them to the hospital. We don't live in everyone else's shoes, so sometimes it's best not to judge in those situations. However, it is human nature to first have that emotional feeling of, boy, what an asshole. However, in these kind of situations, I would understand if I was living through an emergency, like I was trying to get my wife to the emergency room because something horrible had happened, running a red light, I will take the ticket. I will go talk to the police and I will pay the fine because what's more important to me is the health and well-being of my loved ones. So with that in mind, I'd say as long as you are not causing a disservice, to someone else. Food, if you are taking food away from someone who needs it, taking someone's money, if you are breaking into someone's property and causing damage, this is taking away from someone. This is where I say the laws exist for a reason, to keep everyone safe and healthy and potentially, hopefully, happy. Stories like these make me feel a little more connected to the world. Even if I disagree with someone's thoughts on if it's right to break a law or not, it still makes me feel a little more connected. And even though I might feel like I'm alone in my thoughts sometimes, I know that I'm not. Stories bring the world a little closer, and we're all in this big story called life together. Do you have your own opinions about when it's acceptable to break the law? Email us or send us a voice clip to behindeverystory at gmail.com. We would love to play it on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us here on Behind Every Story. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming app or sharing your podcast or sharing this podcast with your friends and family. And of course, just random people. The next time you're at the grocery store, let them know about this awesome little podcast you found. And be sure to like us and follow us on Facebook at Behind Every Story Podcast to stay up to date on all our new episodes. And, of course, you can always find us on BehindEveryStory.com. Great storytellers make the world a smaller and more intimate place. Thank you to all the storytellers out there, big and small. And thank you to this week's guests, Al, Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Chris, Daniel, John, Lauren, Ryan, M, Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean, and Zach. I'm your storyteller, Jason Osterkamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you. Join us again next time when we discuss everyone's fears and concerns about everything going on in the world right now with COVID-19. Join us again next time on Behind Every Story. Behind Every Story.